We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helvin. Hey folks, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the October 22nd edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Tim Haney and I are here going to review all the Week 7 Sunday action. Um, kickers made a change. The late games. Kickers highlighted the late game news, huh? Yeah. Not, well, not, not good for them. <laughs> no. But good for the teams they, they helped. Yes. Justin Tucker. I mean, uh, that's, a, that's a shame. His first ever missed extra point. Yeah. Ever. Maybe, maybe first kick from inside 30 or something they said, too, or whatever it was. Yeah. It was a, like the first time he missed something really short, I think. So. And the other yeah. one, man, Jason Garrett. So, you're, so what, what is well, your Cowboy fan feeling on Jason Garrett this morning? Uh, it wasn't it – was, it was the penalty that, that ruined things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you could guess he could have made the kick. If it were five yards closer, but but you don't know that. See, yeah, I, you I always well, find those arguments fallacy, a little weird. The, that's the fallacy of the, of the predetermined outcome, so, right? You know. But but did you think? I mean, did he get too cautious? He's always too cautious. Yeah, he's I always mean, yeah. I mean, I felt the same way about the end of the regulation in Bucks Browns. Yep that that the Bucks played way too cautiously to settle for a forty yard field goal. Right, like you had time, get some yardage, make it a chip shot. Yeah, the Cowboys had several attempts. Probably had one or two attempts at the, at the end zone at least. Right, and then you know that's too cautious. Dak was on a roll. I mean, you think maybe you roll with that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they, they seemed to be throwing well on the prevent defense. So. They did. Yeah, I mean, it was twenty to ten, and they were start. They moved the ball twice in a row. Yep. So yeah. all right. 
Anyway, more more later on that. More later on that. Um, we've got some trades. So when is the trade deadline? Is it this week or next uh, week? It's next week next after week. week eight ends, the Tuesday. So All right. Yes. So we're recording this Monday morning a little after 9.30 Eastern. Le'Veon Bell is apparently a no-show uh, with Steelers this week right now. Right. So <laughs> to be determined. Now, I, I don't – if he doesn't show this week because they've had the bye week. Now, I think the contract-wise said he has to report for week nine. Is that right? I think I that's think- right. And he, like, it's about the money situation, what he would lose and what he'd be fine. I think week 10 was the target originally. Be- because he, he, he winds up not accruing enough time to become the unrestricted free agent. Right. I think and is the story. Sign the tender, et cetera. Yeah, right. So you got to hold. You gotta, if, you, if you held him this long, you got to hold. Yeah, you're, you're pot invested at this point, to use a, to use a yeah. fabulous poker term. That's a good poker term. I always like yeah. that. Um, Amari <laughs> Cooper, the Cowboys are talking about Amari Cooper. That's, Interesting. Probably a better, I mean, better than where he is since they hate him. I think he has an expensive option for next year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's probably a weird, true. Yeah. It's a four-year, $22 million contract. I think it's like a $13 million option on that. Right. So it's, uh, And Demarius Thomas is another target. He might, he'll be expensive as well. So I think Cooper, if you want to just you know have that option to keep him, which I wouldn't think they'd keep him at that price. See what happens. The division's still in play. Why not make a play for one of these guys if it's cheap enough? If it's cheap enough. But the Raiders yeah. want a good price. They say they want a good price for Cooper. I get it. He's young. So there's, there's still the, the point where you want to do that. But, of course, our lamentations on Amari Cooper in the show are well known. Yeah. So, and, um, uh, and, and Across days, too. And go look. The Patriots got Josh Gordon basically for free. Yeah. They always win. Opportunistic always. man. They always <laughs> win. They always win. <laughs> and now you got you got columns coming out of Cleveland this morning saying, you know, uh, you know this offense isn't going to get any better unless they bring in a guy like Amari Cooper or you know or, maybe trade for <laughs> Devontae Parker. It's like, hey, wait a minute, they had a guy. <laughs> they had a pretty good guy. Yeah, and we understand why that things went badly there, but still, if you thought you were going to be looking for a, a good wide receiver three weeks down the road. Maybe uh, it might be worth uh, hanging around a little longer. You might have to look inward as an organization when you say statements like that. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm tired, by the way. Mm. I, uh, let's see. Welcome, this, to, welcome to my world when this, it comes to mornings. This morning, okay. um, let's see. Long story short, uh, my son woke up at 4 o'clock sick, going to the doctor today. Uh, my wife hit a deer on the way home from her workout class, on the way to her workout class, and the <laughs> car has been towed away. And my daughter had a physical therapy appointment uh, already because she's got a concussion, which I've talked about before. So um, yeah. the last five hours have been uh, action-packed. Hope, hope, hope they rest up, man. That's crazy. And I hope uh, you're making venison out of the deer yet or no? Uh, <laughs> Is the deer okay? The deer, the deer got away. Okay. But she said she hit the deer, mm-hmm. and she... She was almost at her workout class, so she texted me when she got there. It's like, hey, by the way, I did this, but I'm fine. Got back. Like, the grill's gone. Mm-hmm. She can't open the passenger door. The headlights smashed, and there's, you know, fluids leaking out of the car everywhere. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It's like well, she, hope you, yeah. She drove it home, and I don't know what kind of condition it was, but it's not good. <laughs> well, hope your kids feel better. And, uh, and, and, and the car gets uh, it's probably repaired, and... You don't realize how big a deer is until you hit yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, usually. forget all them. I need a nap. Is what basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> See, now you're in my world. I'm not a morning person. You're usually much more chipper than I am in these podcasts. So there you go. I'm dragging you down with me. There you go. All right, folks, get us on Twitter. <laughs> He's at Tim underscore Haney. I'm at Jay Halpin thirty seven. You can also tweet us at Rotowire. You can get the player updates at Rotowire NFL, or you can find us on Facebook. All right, let's recap all the Sunday games. First, mm-hmm. speaking of mornings, Chargers mm-hmm. Titans. So, all right, I like that they went for two. Mm. No? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. well, well, it's, it's a play call critique more than anything. Agreed. It was yeah. terrible, especially when you get to the one. And you got a second chance going to the one as well. Right. So, I mean, yeah. that made it – at that point, you're like, oh, this is a great idea. This worked out perfectly. But mm. you have a running quarterback mm. and two good running backs – and you basically turned it into a drop back situation. <laughs> like it was horrendous. Two tailback backfield, make them keep guessing, man. Why right. wouldn't you do something like that? I mean, why wouldn't you use Mariota's talents? Yeah. Where, where you know, his real talents for that real spot. Talents. I, real I, talents. I, I didn't quite understand any of that. RPO, um, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I watched, <laughs> man, I was watching the, because uh, that game was CBS. Yep. And all the guys on the NFL today were just railing on Rabel. And mm-hmm. like, guys. You know, oh, he didn't feel the pulse of the game. Like they just marched down the field. It was, it, it, you're right. He, it was an, like another PC momentum play. But yeah, you, you kind of felt that they had a chance to win if they did go for it in a proper way. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they, they just, I, I don't know what they would have said if they had made it. Like you always think those guys are hypocrites. Now, I, I, I wouldn't doubt that guys like Cower and Sims would have said, I still wouldn't have gone for it. And that's fine. Of course. So then well, I flipped they're... channels and Strahan was railing on him too on Fox. Uh, but mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson, like, no way. That was a great call. That was a great move. <laughs> like, I would have done it too. Well, <laughs> well, yes, going for two, yes, is a good move. Yes. And you know my you know my thoughts on Jimmy Johnson, so I'm okay you with what? it. I loved it. God, that yeah. guy was great. Yep. Yeah. The only guy that actually made Jerry Jones put in his place. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, rest of that game. Yeah. Um, 24 hours ago right now, the the Austin Eckler bandwagon was very full. And Chock full. And didn't quite yeah. work out. Because Gordon played, I, I, Gordon seems like a one week thing, or not? Actually, yeah, is well, it one week? Th- it's a two week thing technically since they have a buy, right? Yeah. But uh, so Eckler, you know that whole hey, he's going to get a big workload and it's all going to be great, and he winds up with sixty eight yards from scrimmage. Well, he did get the big workload for what it's worth. Just you know, he yep. didn't get the get, didn't, get, didn't get the receiving efficiency he usually gets. Right, so that, that's I that mean, was the problem. Yeah, even you know, remember he's a little guy. Yeah. And if you wanted more than 17 touches, you were being greedy. It's just that the production kind of didn't happen. Um, right. The Chargers, otherwise, Mike Williams caught one pass where he was wide open for a touchdown. <laughs> so if you started him, I mean, you got lucky. You got lucky, yeah. Tyrell Williams, second week, in, second week in a row, or is that two out of three? I forget which. Um, second week in a row. Two are touchdowns. You, are you at the point where you're chasing Tyrell Williams yet? I think, uh, yeah, I, I, it almost be, might be too late. I mean, people, they were, he is on still on some waiver wires in some leagues I play, which is insane. Um, I didn't, you know, someone must have dropped him or something. But you figure two touchdowns against the Browns, they were avoiding Denzel Ward a little bit, the cornerback. Maybe that was something to that for that week. But then the lack of tight end production makes me rethink. You know what? He's taking Antonio Gates' place in a way as as another as another uh, valve, not safety valve because he goes mostly downfield, but still they're changing the game plan because there's no real guy to kind of throw to close. Maybe besides Austin Eckler. Uh, and Allen didn't have a great game, but he was all right uh, for PPR purposes. But, you know, Tyrell is the guy that he trusts right now, and that might flip to Mike Williams eventually. But I still think Tyrell Williams is going to be a decent bye week filler for the moment. Tyreek Williams. Uh, sorry, Tyrell Sorry, Williams. Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams. You got me saying it. Um, he's owned in 15% of Yahoo leagues right now. Hello. So uh, I still don't know that I'd chase him. It would depend on what I needed. But I don't think he's a must-add type. I think he's a, you know, well, what, what's my, what are my options here? Sure. Uh, I, I think he's, he's helping Phillip Rivers kind of stay emerged in that tier one of quarterback for sure. I, I think his, you know, he's a good piece to have. As we said last week, he's just a good real-life guy to have on the team. You got Seattle, Oakland, Denver, Arizona coming up. You know, that's a pretty good schedule. Yep. So that's another reason to maybe, maybe throw a little extra two bucks or so 
or how whatever your scale goes by, just to kind of increase by like five or ten percent there. You know, fifteen point nine yards per target. Nothing to shake your head at. No, not at all. Oh. Um, all right. So, other side, the running backs. I mean, Henry got a touchdown, but he was again just brutal. Mm-hmm. It was Plotting. Just, yeah. yeah, there's there's nothing happening there. Uh, Deion Lewis ran well. Thought he had the one big run, but he ran mm-hmm. well. The one thing. I'm, so the receiving court. I mean, the Corey Davis thing is just it's maddening. But it's not. It's just not. You know, enough. There there will be good weeks, but it's not working. You know, if you drafted Corey Davis in round six and you were expecting something, it's not happening. You might get a week or two, but otherwise it's just, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's too wide of a tree. Yeah. And they, they go to whoever is open. And, you know, Delaney Walker's presence might have even helped him because he commanded so much attention. Right. Uh, now he's not there. It's kind of, you know, and of course, Taewon Taylor dropping that, uh, that, that two-point conversion play. Right. Well, it was, it was actually just a bad play in general, so blame him a little bit all you want, but... You know, and then Tajay Sharp having his big game. It's, it's going to be rotating on who's got the better matchup, and it's it's. I don't want to deal with that. I really don't. And the quarterback doesn't throw that well anyway. Right. So yeah. But Deion Lewis is the guy. It's his system, I think. I I, I don't. I was going to say I don't want any Titans. Flow. It's his game flow. I think I'll say more. Right. I mean, I'll take Deion Lewis as a tight. Otherwise, I don't want any Titans. He's a flex, Deion Lewis. Yeah. I think it's fine. Which is fine, yeah. but it, he's another one. He's been probably not as good as we thought. Um. Yeah. All right. Next up, let's go to. Uh, Man, I loved the Bears in this game. Well, that stupid blocked punt, it would have been different. You weren't far off on it, so. I didn't think I was, but, I, you know, they, the blocked punt just killed them. The, the, yeah. At the end, it was fun, though. Well. Like, that was, yeah. that was, that play was, you know, it's so, after I watched that play, and maybe this is some sort of confirmation bias working. So Kevin White catches the Hail Mary. Kevin White sighting, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he catches the helmet. He got interfered with in the end zone on play too, on a, mm-hmm. on, a, on a almost you know they they threw him near the goal line. Yep. Uh, and and what I thought to myself after I watched that play was, I felt like against most other teams that guy would have gotten into the end zone, but all the Patriots were exactly where they were supposed to be. And again, uh-huh. maybe it's confirmation bias, but it was just like there you go. <laughs> they caught the hail mary got completed, and they still figured it out. And you know who was among the people tackling him, right? Josh Gordon. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I knew <laughs> the they had back there. In, in the Gronk role, yeah. So, so uh, are, are, you all, are you all in? Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. All right. I think real life, and maybe this is the, you know, the Matt Nagy thing coming from Kansas City. I see Mitchell Trubisky as a less accurate Alex Smith. Yes. He runs well. He's not going to throw deep well. Yep. He doesn't. Th- he's not throwing outside much at all. Everything's you know d- dinks and dunks to the to the you know the the tight end and the and Terry Cohen West Coastish yeah you know. yeah but the running I mean we are I mean it's it's a it's a regular thing it's a thing we can count on now with him absolutely and it's, and it's terrific because yeah. I mean, you know every play that touchdown was a you know a freaky weird play but mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna get probably thirty forty yards a week on the ground which is awesome. It- yeah, it's Cam Newtonish type of, of rushing numbers there. Yep. And uh, yeah, you figure the Patriots would keep him contained because he had been averaging what thirteen point six and ten point two yards per attempt the previous two weeks. You figure the Patriots are that type of team to kind of take that away a little bit more for not you know a less experienced quarterback. So I was expecting a little bit more of a yeah. I was expecting more of what, what we got basically is just kind of work in the middle of the field and maybe Trey Burton slips open, which happened, which was nice. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, I really like you know the the, the awareness of. Even moving out of the pockets, just, just it's there. It's uh, he's blossoming for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, other thing with the uh, Jordan Howard, 
I, I was bullish on Jordan Howard, and he actually got the second touchdown called back. He didn't run that well. Yeah. But the second touchdown got yeah. negated by a penalty. I was a little bummed about that. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of a, I don't want to say contrarian, but kind of a, a pivot DBS, DFS play where you figured maybe the Bears could run the clock and, and Jordan Howard could have a big day. But, I mean, you know, Cullen with a nice little swing pass touchdown, of course. And, yeah, Howard is, you know, pretty much touchdown dependent right now if they're going to keep this pace of the, uh, the workload di- uh, divvying going, I guess. Okay. So. Uh, what happened? Allen Robinson. What happened there? Did he get did he get hurt at all, or did he just disappear again? Well, I mean, he came in hurt, so maybe just use him as more. Maybe he's the guy that the Patriots really made made a you know choice to take out, right. as they like to say. Uh, he's the the, the the singled out guy, I guess. There, right? Uh, so yeah, well, and they just Trubisky just settled for what the Patriots gave him for the most part. Yep. So um, all right, uh, the other thing on the Bears, Khalil Mack probably was favoring that ankle. He didn't. He didn't. It play. showed. No, he wasn't himself. It showed. Yeah. Yeah. Which which mm-hmm. definitely factored into the game. Um, yeah. Oh, this Patriot side of the ball. So Sony Michelle MRI today on his knee. Uh, Doctor David Chow, who goes by I think he's at Pro Football Doc on on Twitter. He was on Sirius XM last night and said he didn't think from from watching the video. And again, this is kind of a you know this is video diagnosis here. He yeah. didn't think it was an ACL. He probably thought it was a meniscus. He did point out that it was the same knee that had been giving Sony Michelle trouble for a long time, but he didn't think it was a season ender. Um, with that said, doesn't sound like it's something that's going to be resolved in the next week or so. Nope. So uh, Barner's going to have to be on your mind as a pickup this week, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he showed flash of being decent with some zone blocking schemes. The Patriots can adjust to that and, and throw him in there. I mean, anybody getting Patriots running back reps is going to be pretty good ad. Yep. You know, at least for, you know, temporarily. Okay. Otherwise, Gronk, um, probably a, uh, they're playing what's Monday night next week against the bills in Buffalo. Yes. In Buffalo. Yes. So Gronk, they it seemed, it sounded like Gronk's injury was a one week deal. Hopefully that's true <laughs> without him. Uh, Josh Gordon did well. Yeah. The one big yeah. play, uh, mm-hmm. Chris Hogan. I, I think it was a popular topic yesterday morning that without Gronk, Chris Hogan or Edelman would be the beneficiaries. Edelman was okay. I mean, he got the touchdown, but Chris yeah. Hogan kind of stepped up and, and got used more. Yeah, no, Hogan, six or seven on targets, not bad. Uh, just kind of kept things moving for them. Yeah. Not, not not awesome, but, yeah, I mean, Edelman scoring the touchdown early was just, you know, thankfully he got something in because it didn't pan out too much after that. And James so. White, again, next Whoa. year, when we get to next year, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this year for the Patriots if Michelle's going to be hurt, and we're going to go into next year with three running backs and trying to figure out who it's going to be, and there's going to be some trendy guy like Gillislee or Burkhead. The cheapest oh, no. one is the winner. It's James White. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he might be the cheapest he one. He won't anymore, be the cheapest so. one anymore. Yeah, That's exactly. true. Yeah. All right. Uh, Colts, Bills. Oof, man. This is, just, <laughs> this is brutal. This is so. So, so I mean, uh, LaShawn McCoy concussion protocol, you know, yeah. bad to worse early, for the Bills. Early. Yeah. Uh, the, the idea that Derek Anderson would throw a little more to Kelvin Benjamin seemed to come true. It's only five targets, but it was okay. I mean, I was out on that, but. If you PPR, if you if you for some reason started Kelvin Benjamin in PPR, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, he he got you double digits barely. So whatever. The other side of this, Marlon Mack is the big story on the other side of this. Yeah, um, we, we might have underestimated a little bit. Yep. Well, I might have. Um, two good, two decent matchups though. Jets and Bills, pretty right. good teams to run on. Uh, but you know, hamstring, you know, might have been just kind of what was hampering him a little bit and. And last year I wasn't impressed, but maybe the, the offensive line looks a bit better this year. They've kind of upgraded some parts of that. So maybe the Colts running game, not 
as hopeless as we thought. I mean, you know, Naheem Hines and, and Wilkins did well in, in um, complimentary as well. So maybe the run game itself is really, really becoming something to watch here. So. so Colts are at Oakland, then a bye, then home, then home for Jacksonville, Tennessee, Miami. Not, Not easy after the Oakland game. So. Know, the, Jack, the Jaguars are leaguey against the run. Yeah, I know. So, but uh, Mac is a Mac, Mac is, is is pretty much a a lock top twenty five running back at the moment. I think so. Every week un, until um, further notice. Yeah, I mean Hines for the PPR aspect of things, but Wilkins kind of gets lost unless it's a blowout like it was this past week. So, yeah. and top twenty five probably a. That that's that that's too conservative. I mean, the guy got nineteen. The guy got how many touches yesterday? Twenty something. Twenty twenty one touches. Twenty one touches, and, yeah. and they'll probably try to do that. Again. I know they were ahead, like, but yeah. Um, Look good. Yeah, looks like it's, looks like it's coming around. Yeah. So the other stuff, it's weird with with the way this game worked because we've been getting accustomed to Luck throwing the ball sixty times. Right. And yesterday he didn't have to. But he was still crazy efficient because of the touchdowns. I mean, it's fluky, but mm-hmm. all right. I mean, the guy threw four touchdowns. I'm not going to complain because <laughs> most weeks he's not going to throw four touchdowns, but he's also not going to throw only 23 times either. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, four catches, 25 yards, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, right? <laughs> On four targets. Uh, it makes everything better. It's the cure-all. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, luck, you know, 17 for 23. I mean, it is the Bills, you know. And even on, you know, with Tredavious White, we call that good cornerback. It's just the Bills. I thought the Bills would get more of a pass rush than they did. I was yeah. kind of shocked at that. But I, I thought the Bills I, – I, I didn't know if they'd make it a game, but I thought their defense was good enough to do it, and they just didn't. They had the personnel that's just Derek Anderson and all those guys, your quarterback, you have to, you know, get your stamina going on yeah. defense for that team. I, I don't know what they do moving forward. It's just it, what a what hideous season. I, I, have, I still have no idea how they beat the Vikings. I mean, I know they're turnover, but it's unbelievable. To Josh Allen was a little bit better. So, yeah, um, Texans, Jags, man, the Jags are such a disappointment. It's not just Blake Bortles. It's not just Blake Bortles. No. no, their defense is just not. You know what? They're not getting it done. I mean, they they knew what they had in Blake Bortles. They probably thought he'd be a little better than this, but but right. it's not. You know, you can't pin this all on him. So, well, when you yeah, well, when your pass rush isn't really generating much, that affects everybody. Uh, right. Jalen Ramsey looks. Pretty sort of human to some degree right now against solid receivers. Uh, you know, Hopkins is the one you don't bench Hopkins regardless of who he faces usually. Right. Uh, but he he kind of worked him a little bit, even with uh, his quarterback being a little bit under the weather as well. So speaking of that, yeah. yeah. All right. So the story, in case you haven't heard or read about Deshaun Watson, his punctured lung was so worrisome to them mm. that they sent him on a bus from Houston to Jacksonville. I'm surprised that was only 12 hours, by the way. That sounds like a bad country song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is – and anyone played a football game against a good defense. I mean, again, an NFL football game with people trying to, you know, land on top of them. Right. With that said, this is not going away yet. It's going to be a – so they play Thursday. They do. Short week. So I, I don't – and it's not just because of the numbers yesterday. I don't want to start this guy. Yeah, he's, he's my second quarterback in the fishbowl. Uh, yeah, behind Andy Dalton, who we'll talk about later. Uh, but you know that's the league where you have to kind of consider playing it. But otherwise, it's like Ew, get a streamer at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to wait. I mean, they're playing Thursday night at home against the Dolphins. Yep. So yeah, I until further notice, I'm I'm out because if yeah. he's not going to run much, I know he technically had seven carries yesterday, but if if he's not going to run much, I don't think I want to play him. And then Denver week, in week nine. I mean, who knows? Right. With the air there, uh, you know. I, I don't know. That, I mean, they say, they say yesterday they think he'll be fine yeah. to fly by then. 
They did. They they they, they they're expecting him to. <sighs> what let's a not, weird. Let, let, let's not lock in the the injury optimism, as Scott Pianowski would say. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Board, what are the Jags going to do with quarterback? Dude. Eli. <laughs> Well, if the Maras actually had any stones, it would make sense. So, you know. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be great? Get Chris Liss on that subject. He'll, he'll go for the whole day. But justifiably, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this, the Bortles thing is – I mean, I think they're going to put him back in. They, they can't – I don't think they as, – as bad as Bortles has been on occasion this year, I don't think they can do Cody Kessler. I think they're going to go back to Bortles. I mean, what, what would be the market besides Eli for quarterbacks? Um. Oh boy, I don't know. It's, yeah, there's nothing there. Trade for trade for Derek Anderson. Just just keep the cycle going. <laughs> <laughs> what what is there? Who's a backup that? I mean, like RG three. I mean, I don't know how good he is. I mean, I, I, I think the Saints want to keep Teddy Bridgewater and see where that goes. I do too. Um, I don't think that's something they would give up. Broncos want to keep Chad Kelly. Tyrod Taylor is your answer, probably. <laughs> I mean, similar things of yeah. that he might be a little a little bit better at Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yep. Tyrod might be Tyrod might be it. Tyrod might be the guy. I mean, you're, the, you're the Jags. I mean, the Jags should have went after Kirk Cousins. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about that. Absolutely. And they 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 really they 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 yeah. let a couple of games in the playoffs influence them on Bortles, and it was just it was just not smart. Mm-hmm. So or one game maybe if you think about it. Yeah. But no, still- did they were they they were in Wild Card Weekend. They beat the Bills nine to three, right? Something like that. It was ugly. Yeah. And then they Bortles played two reasonably good games, if I remember right. So, all right. Um, next week for the Jags, I I, lo- I like TJ Yeldon, but and he made that that catch was a crazy good catch that saved your fantasy day if you started him. But uh, they are going to work Carlos Hyde in next week. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I don't know how much, but if you own TJ Yeldon, I think you might have a little bit of a problem next week. Well, they're going to London, so. You know, establish the running against the Eagles would be a good idea. Either way, that's so. the London game. So that is yeah, Eagles Jaguars. Yep, nine thirty start I, again. The battle of disappointing uh, semifinalists. Yeah, I guess. man, <laughs> totally disappointing. <laughs> All right, folks, a fantasy draft. We put players first. Fantasy draft has super flexible lineups for the NFL. There's no kicker, and you can draft four running backs if you want. In the NBA, the lineups are even more flexible. If you want five guards and two centers, no problem. That's if you want to jam Kemba Walker into your lineup. MVP of the league after three games, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> um, Fantasy Draft has a $100,000 running gun weekly feature GPP with a $25 buy-in. They've got a $500,000 Fantasy Draft championship with 100 k to first place and weekly qualifiers. That's happening now, and it's got a Week 16 final. There's rake-free head-to-head for contests under 200 or half the rake of the other guys for the rest of the tournaments. That means, uh, for the rest of head-to-head, sorry. That means if you and a friend both enter a $100 head-to-head, the winner gets $200. Fantasy Draft takes no fees. So, Go to Fantasy Draft now. Uh, make your initial deposit and sign up with the referrer code ROTOWIRE. That'll get you a free $4 GPP ticket. It's a pretty good deal. So, again, Fantasy Draft, referrer code ROTOWIRE. Make your deposit, and you get a free $4 GPP ticket. Fantasy Draft, we put players first. Okay, Lions, Dolphins. Um, Karrion Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, for all the positives, he was terrific. And that guy, he could run... For 300 yards next week, and if they got to the one-yard line, they would still give the ball to Garrett Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is what it is. Uh, well, I actually th- talked to Derek on Friday about picking up Garrett Blunt because, like, mm-hmm. if, if they get near the goal line, he's going to score. Like, if, it, it was sort of a, on Friday we do a break glass in case of emergency type of segment. Yep. 
Always um, useful. Always unf- useful. Unfortunately, the emergency yesterday, the biggest emergency was Gronk. And I remember talking about that. I vividly remember talking about the tight end saying, folks, I don't know what, I, I don't have anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> because they all stink. Uh, I mean, we talked about Jeff Swaim, I think. Yeah. And uh, I didn't think, I didn't think I brought up Herndon because he didn't run a lot of pass routes last week. Yeah, we, then, we talked about him on last Monday about how an intriguing player he is, but we the ball wasn't really there. Uh, however, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Karrion Johnson. I mean, 158 yards rushing on 19 carries, terrific. Just just manage your expectations mm-hmm. with the touchdowns. You know, he's because he did what he did yesterday is not going to make him a top you know five running back. Yeah, and Miami is you know a nice weak opponent for the run offenses. Yep, mostly for the year and. Better vision than I expected him to have, though, Carryon Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think he just – he looks very smooth. So. He does. Yeah. Um, otherwise than this, so all Speaking year – Speaking of tight ends. Speaking of tight ends. Yeah. You know, all year you look at the Lions and you go, well, they've got three solid wide receivers, and I want to play all of them. And they all get a ton of targets. And the thing is, the great thing about them was nobody else gets thrown to in that passing game, except maybe theoretic sometimes. And then along comes Michael Roberts, and he gets two <laughs> touchdowns. I mean, that's a yeah. – that, that's a – that one, this one strikes me. That says anomaly to me. It doesn't make me at all. Even if I have, let's look at the bye guys this week. Even if I have Austin Hooper, and I, man, there's the tight ends are bad that are on buys this week. Austin Hooper's the best one, believe it or not. Um, he's been okay, but it w- doesn't make me want to go and get Michael Roberts right now. No, I, I think it's good for the Lions and Stafford to have him in the game plan because he's been kind of hobbled this year and a little bit of intrigue to him as an offensive weapon. I mean, we all figured Luke Wilson might be a little bit better, like the shiftier type of mini George Kittleish type of, of guy there. But no, um, I, I think it was mostly because the the, um, the Dolphins cornerbacks are solid. I think we talked about that in the show before. And I think that yep. maybe they kind of contained the receivers and Roberts was kind of the one that slipped away. And they kind of sl- they put Roberts out in the slot a couple times I saw yesterday. So mismatch type stuff and... Kind of just you know took what was there and yeah I don't I don't believe in it week to week I just think that maybe it's another element to the, to the Lions offense that I like as a Stafford owner now if it's there. All right, so. if you if you started any of the other guys, I mean you know Tate four for thirty six. I know he had a, a thirty yard run that helped a little mm-hmm. bit. Marvin Jones PPR. three for twenty nine. Galladay two for thirty seven. Just whiff whiff whiff. Stafford was okay. He, um, he didn't need to do much because of the running game. So, right. Yeah. On the Miami side, Osweiler was kind of all right. He kept it moving for them, at least. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we said last week, Adam Gase, Brock Osweiler. So there. what I was saying yes to someone yesterday was, okay, so Osweiler's not as good as Tannehill, but I don't know how much worse he is. Is he worse than Tannehill? Like, I don't know. I just think he's a system guy. <laughs> All right. I mean, because it's not, it's not like we're, you know, comparing Joe Montana and Steve Young here. Oh, no, not at all. But, you know, Tannehill's not... Superstar and Osweiler, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't trust Osweiler. And I know there's going to be weeks where he probably throws three picks, but I don't know. But it's it's the best coach for him to do something at least serviceable with. Yep. One of the guys that helped groom him to whatever the hell he became. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's it's you know, he's kind of – we saw last week, it's a lot of after the cat yards after the catch for the receivers, uh, work off the run, work off the play action. Uh, nothing really spectacular downfield as much, but uh, – and especially now that, you know, one of the biggest weapons might be out a while. So, All right. I actually found, just found the Dolphins' snap count. Drake was on 64%. He was on 36 snaps, Gore 25 snaps. So, yeah. There you Game have flow it. again. Yeah. Because they were down. So, But Drake, again, he, he, he saved you with the big run. I mean, six yeah. or seven. You look at Drake and you go, 
All right, six for 72 on the ground, but he scored that long touchdown. Catches four passes. So you go into week, you go into week eight. If you have Kenny Drake, what are you thinking? Do I, do I want to start uh, him or not? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, Houston against the, that, that offense doesn't strike me as an optimistic look. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Drake is the home run hitter, and you have to kind of look at it that way. If he does break through with that, with that line, it, it could really work. But Houston's got a nice run defense, so I wouldn't really go crazy over it. Yeah, so the last two, let's see, Drake last week. 17 touches week before 13 touches. I don't know. Like he, so, he's, he's still a nice flex Drake. He's going to be in that. When I rank the running max, he's going to be in the 25 to 30 range. Yep. And I'm going to shrug my shoulders and go, I don't know. Yep. It's all, it's, it's so context based. <laughs> I mean, more than most people, but this game, this might be like it, like it's like we just, it might be similar to the, to the Detroit game against Houston. So maybe he'll get more involved in that, in that degree as well. So. Yep. Um, other thing, Albert Wilson's hip injury sounds bad. Sounds bad, yeah. So you are going. I mean, Danny Amendola was busier yesterday, but you're going to get you're going to get more Jakeem Grant. So speaking of home run hitters, yeah, <laughs> he's going to play. I mean, they don't have a choice at this point. No, you have to. He's so, always similar, similar role as well. So yep. So I mean, if you want to if you want to take a shot at somebody, um, that might be a guy to to you know an under the radar waiver guy. Okay. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card, get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Vikings, Jets. Huh. Adam Thielen is, I mean, you know, is different level. awesome. Different level right now. Yeah. Dig, dig, I love Diggs. And he is just, I mean, 8 for 33. I know they won by a lot. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You use the guy. Get the guy the ball where he can make play. I don't know. This is terrible. He's not, I mean, he's not a gadget guy. He's a really good receiver. Yeah. Just makes me angry. He's not the route runner Adam Thielen is, for sure. But he's a pretty good one. He's good, but well, Dix is the guy to catch it in traffic more, more so. Right, which is weird because now he's a, you know, with Cousins there, he has a what, a nine point eight uh, receiving average, six point four yards per target. Something's not clicking there because he's not a guy that Cousins would seem to be favoring that type of role. But yeah. it's weird. I mean, uh, maybe it's just the new the, the offensive changes might be affecting him a little bit more than we expected. Right. So. Um. So this week, these guys are playing. Oh, they're playing home against the Saints in the revenge game. Um, well, Saints revenge game, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> um, good one. Sunday night. Yeah. I mean, we we Dalvin Cook. I don't know, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Latavius Murray is you know when, when Cook doesn't play Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray looks really good. You know, I I mean, it's easy to say that he scored two touchdowns, but he just he just looks like he's running really well. Like he looks faster than I kind of would have expected this year. I don't know. He, he just looks looks. I, aesthetically, yeah. he looks good. Not I'm not just box scoring here. 
Mm-hmm. So whatever that means, take that however you want. No, I mean it's weird because his running style gets critiqued a lot because he runs upright a lot, but um, he just it, it's working right now, and uh, I think that you you let Cook rest through the week ten bye. I think at this point, why yeah. wouldn't you? Your playoff team, right? I don't know. That's a good point. But this this is a big week coming. Big week. It's a big so, game. Yeah. So might be more digs though because the cornerbacks are the Saints. So <laughs> so um, Xavier Rhodes, he and Robbie Anderson hurt each other. That was, that was an ugly looking play. I mean, they yeah. tripped over each other. Do we? Do you have? Did you see anything on Rhodes this morning? I'm checking right now. Um, okay. All, all, all this great podcast breaking news typing. Yeah. So while you're typing, I'm going to ankle. Okay. For, for Xavier Rhodes. And whatever that means, we'll figure out more on that later in the week. Uh, I didn't, guess. Didn't look good. He had to be carried off. So. Yeah. It was. It was a weird one because they both were just laying on the field. It was. It was like Rocky and Apollo at the end of Rocky Two, <laughs> laying on the on the canvas. Double count out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jermaine Curse, I mean, Oy. yeah, that seemed like a slam dunk PPR mm. move with the Jets that, receiving it with a Nunwa out. Ten points, right? I mean, oh yeah, he was going five for sixty in his sleep. Exactly. Well, and nothing. <laughs> I mean, Herndon, Herndon took it from Herndon. Herndon was the guy who wound up uh, winning that, you know, filling the vacuum contest. Of course, which. You know, we said really intriguing player, uh, but not voluminous enough to really care. Even though he's a tight end, and we should care about tight ends. Yeah, we we gotta care. <laughs> we gotta care. I mean, th- this week if you're picking up a tight end, because every every week literally people go, "What tight end should I pick up?" I go, "I don't know." Like, I go, what, "What do you want me to tell you? They stink. They're all terrible." I mean, if you can't get Austin Hooper, you know, or and guys like that, what are you what are you hoping to do? Got to go with Herndon, I guess. I, now. Yeah, you got seven targets. Fine. Yeah. I mean, if I'm um, struggling, and I got an injury. Okay, great. Well. He's filling in for the quasi tight end Anunwa, and now he yeah cool. And then um, Herndon will actually qualifies a tight end, so yep. solves that problem. Uh, and then the Bears have those tough cornerbacks next week. Fuller and Amukamara have been having solid seasons so far, so the coverage of the linebackers have been weak for the Bears. So there's a Chris Herndon spot next week. Yeah, so. I mean we've got um, tomorrow Tuesday. Jake and I will do the uh, the waiver wire podcast, but I guarantee you we're going to be talking about Chris Herndon and a tight end. Oh, absolutely, you have to. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other thing with the Jets here, Bilal Powell hurt his neck, left early. We're going to have to wait and yep. see on that one. Um. Carolina Panthers, woo wee! That there you was, go. That was a big win. I was sitting there in the middle of the third quarter, going, you know, I, I was probably less bullish around here in Charlotte than some other people. Like there are a lot of people, you know, have been talking Super Bowl for a long time it, this year, and I, I and I, but even I was thinking, you know, I might have to reassess here. This team is just not that good. You know, Carson Wentz is carving them up, and they're not moving the ball at all. And then Eureka! It all happened at yeah. one time. It, that was. What a that was a huge win for them, huge. Right, like it was such yeah. a statement for them to make coming back on the Eagles like that. Yeah, that, um, they're up that, that that was a you know that that was a big boy win for them. This Cowboy this Cowboys fan, thanks you guys. And uh, yeah. you you Giants fan can help thank them as well. Um, that, that fourth quarter was fun. Curtis yeah. Samuel getting involved. Uh, you know, Curtis Samuel started developing into something useful for real life. Yeah, I, I won't say for fantasy, but still a nice Cam Newton type of accessory. So to speak, absolutely. Uh, our, our boy Devin Funches, uh, those great. It's a good, 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 good matchup with those cornerbacks. I was actually excited, excited to play him this week. And Devin Funches is a is a really nice, solid receiver. Mm-hmm. He's he's become because uh, I was talking about him. Was were you and I talking about him last week? Yep. Yeah, about yep. how you know he's he's on pace for you know seventy five catches and close to a thousand yards and and maybe you know six or seven touchdowns. And you know yeah. you 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 weren't going to get more than that, mm-hmm. but that's fine. And he's he's I mean, yeah. he, he you know he's 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 progressed and become a really solid receiver. Yeah, um, they but, traded up to get him when they drafted him, by the way. 
They did. They yeah. trade. They traded what three picks to you know to move up twenty spots. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave Gettleman, that was, a, that was a good move that Dave Gettleman made. So yeah, eleven targets yesterday for Funches as well. Yeah. So it, it, even with Greg Olson back, and now is it was just outside the red zone the touchdown. It was a little bit of a longer play, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. But still, uh, solid play. But now he's got the Ravens next week, so that's that might be quieted a little bit. That's a tough one. Uh, same that's thing with McCaffrey. I think McCaffrey could be in line for another tough one. Yeah. And he's not getting the ball as much as you want. Remember, you know, beginning of the year, I was you know eating crow about the twenty-five touches thing that Ron Rivera was talking about, but yep. it's starting to to change. I mean, it's hard to run on the Eagles. So, Absolutely. and then you know the Ram, like you said, the Rams, the, the Ravens are another similar type of thing. Um, you know, it's funny. I was reading about that the last touchdown the Panthers scored. Mm-hmm. Olsen, Olsen said. Yep. Olsen said, as soon as Cam got tackled on the one yard line, we all knew exactly what the play call was going to be. Oh, absolutely. That they, that they knew. You know, he said we've been working on that all week as our goal line play. So. Give me the damn ball. Basically, was nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Greg Olson's like in general. So yeah, I was all about that. Yeah. Um, other side, Wentz looked really good for the most part. For the most part. Um, yeah. The running backs didn't do a lot, but the I think part of what helped Wentz is that the Panthers just don't get a pass rush. Uh, shocking, was, shocking for a decent defensive line, but I know yeah. they're not getting to the quarterback. It's just not happening, no. and it's not gonna unless they start bringing more people. Yeah. Um, Alshon Jeffrey looked really good early, and then they struggled to yeah. get him the ball. He mm-hmm. he looked like he was because I I always say that I love Bradbury, and I know I talk about the Panthers a little too much, but. Um, Jeffrey was just like going up and taking it from him and just, you know, he looked looking like a, like a guy who wants a big contract, <laughs> really. a, a, a fantasy wide receiver one. He's looking like, right yes, now. he did. Um, he's, he's getting healthier, uh, you know, missing those first three games and then coming back with a bang. Um, just, yeah, there, there, there's a lot to like here. I mean, and it's gonna be fun to see me go against Jalen Ramsey next week. Yep. And, uh, I think Jeffrey might win that one. So I think we'll you see. might be right. <laughs> um, all right. Browns bucks next. Uh, interesting game. We talked about the uh, the going the way they went for the field goal late. That was a little yep. odd. Uh, Jameis Jameis is running more. Mm-hmm. The, the, his two starts, he's been running plenty more than he did in past years, which makes me happy. I mean, he's got a lot of weapons. He's going to throw the ball. Like I I stashed Jameis so on a couple weapons. teams, and I am yep. so happy that I did. Yeah, Get, getting that supplementary uh, supplementary income, so to speak, there with the rushing yards again, with, yep. like Trubisky. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, you were right to stash him because that you know, look at look at who he's throwing to every week. It's it's a really nice core as we've talked about. So. Right, their running game is changing. Jo- Jones and Barber are are starting to share work. Yep. So Bar- if if you if you were trying to ride Barber for as long as you could, I think that thing might be fading. It's not like Jones is running all that well, but Barber was a guy that I think you could start for the first few weeks of the season, and now you're like, nah, I don't think so anymore. That was a volume centric decision, and yes. now that's less of a less of a um, alluring piece to his profile because yep. Jones is actually doing things a little bit six for thirteen yards, whatever. But you know, still stealing those touchdowns. Oddly enough, being the guy that you know people thought would be the, the compliment, it worked out. So he's got the build to be a goal line type of guy if he gets things right. So right. Um, otherwise, here on the other side of this, Nick Chubb was solid. The touchdown helped, and you know, I mean, fifteen what eighteen for eighty and one. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, nope. it's non PPR type of stuff you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, you didn't get the 60 yard run that you were probably hoping for, but, you know, whatever. Oh, it's weeks to come for that. It's still, it's still a good guy that, to have a victory if you stashed him. So, right. Baker yeah. was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, but not, not much downfield, though. Surprisingly. No. The These guys need to use Duke more. Yeah. 
obviously. He's a good player, and they just – and I, I thought yesterday it might happen. I thought the way – you know, when they traded Hyde, I said, all right, Chubb's going to do well, but they're going to have to integrate Duke more here. Absolutely. And they just won't do it. It's a field stretcher. And All right, did you see Hugh Jackson after the game? No, I didn't. So and it's funny. I started reading more about it last night because when I saw the comments – Hugh Jackson basically insinuated that he had to get more involved in the play calling. Mm. And and as soon as he said that, a bunch of the media around the Browns basically piped up and said, this is what he does. He throws people under the bus. Ah. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Like, I, I, didn't, I guess well, I, didn't under, I didn't realize it before. I, it's not like Todd Haley's a terrible offensive mind. Nope, I agree. I, mean, I, I think that Jackson's the problem with all this, to be honest. Right. So, but he really did, and it was so funny to hear people. That's do weird. That. I didn't see that. No. Yeah, it, 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 it sort of cre- it sort of started after he said it. I, I sort of felt like I saw, I started to see dominoes falling. Uh huh. Like, oh look, this is a theme now. Who oh, no, knew? I didn't. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not being clear. It's one of those things. Maybe you're listening and saying, oh, I knew that. Well, I didn't. I mean, Hugh Jackson used to have a little bit of intriguing offensive mindedness behind him. Yes. Uh, he he was a quarterbacks coach. I believe he's a tight end coach or something. He had a couple of other positions. He was an offensive coordinator that was pretty good for the Ravens and. Yeah, um, now it's uh, maybe things are revealing themselves to be not Todd Haley's issue, <laughs> right? <laughs> they, they, like you said, who who cut Josh Gordon? I mean, it probably wasn't Hugh Jackson, or maybe it was. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he was kind of hyping it up about it. Yeah. All right, folks. Kalo is the functional wedding ring. Kalo is the name in silicone wedding rings. Kalo rings are decided to ensure that your hands are safe and comfortable in the workplace, the gym, the outdoors, and everywhere in between. Unlike traditional metal wedding rings, Kalo rings allow you to keep your ring on in times where a traditional, a traditional metal wedding ring would need to be removed. Kalo rings allow people to live their lives safely and comfortably while still representing their commitment to their spouse and their family. Kalo has created a special code for our listeners. Use code ROTOWIRE at checkout at Kalo to get 20% off your order. Kalo is the choice of firefighters, military, law enforcement, carpenters, electricians, and mechanics for everyday wear. Not fantasy football analysts, apparently. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need it. We have delicate hands. I, but we still need it anyway. You should get a Kalo ring. Um, folks, Kalo rings are available in eight different, 18 different styles and over 50 colors. Kalo is the preferred ring of pro athletes. NFL players like Kirk Cousins, Andy Dalton, Jordy Nelson, and Derek Carr. Uh, NBA MVPs Steph Curry and LeBron James. And Major League Baseball All-Stars Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, and Chris Bryant all trust Kalo on and off the field. Visit Kalo.com. That's Q-A-L-O. Kalo.com. Don't forget to use code ROTOWIRE at checkout for 20% off your order. That's Kalo. Q-A-L-O. Kalo.com. The functional wedding ring. All right. Saints Ravens. Man, Justin Tucker. Mm. Man, oh, man. What a weird ending. And you know, if you had the over, how mad were you? Because <laughs> the over, yeah. over under was 49. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was going to tie the game at 24 and go to overtime. Yep. It would have to be. It would have to be 50. So, <laughs> at least. Such um, weirdness that was. First yeah, but John, point he's ever missed, by the way, I know. as a, as a professional go. player. Yeah. But, so, but, John, but John Brown, man, um, you figured this would be the week to do it. He did it. Yep. John Brown, seven for buck 34 and a touchdown. Uh, Michael Crabtree still PPR solid again. He's become a pretty yep. favored target. Uh, people were all over Willie Sneed yesterday, especially DFS said the Rotowire optimizer liked Willie Sneed. The Rotowire optimizer has treated me very well, but Willie Sneed did not work out yesterday. Three for twenty-three. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Thomas caught that one touchdown. He's he slowed down after the first few weeks. He's kind of slowed down a bit. Well, you got you got Ingram back and, and Kamara back, and game flow has been weird. So yeah, um, didn't really don't haven't really needed him as frequently now. 
So, all right. Uh, the, the Ravens, I I just hate as, from a fantasy standpoint. I hate them. Yeah, you should. And they're they're more <laughs> like some teams. You know, like the Jaguars. We talk about the Jaguars wide receivers every week, and you go, I don't know who to trust, so I'm not going to trust anybody. But at least on that team, like yesterday, you went into that game, and I go, I can't start any of these wide receivers, but at least I know I can trust Yeldon to get a good workload. But right. this team, you can't even trust that because some weeks, you know, I mean, Alex Collins goes 10 for 29, and then they give Buck Allen the ball at the goal line twice. Yeah. So they're so frustrating. They don't care about the running backs, really. Um, right. I mean, they're <laughs> not that good. None of them are Lamar all that Jackson's good. their best running back, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but talk about the game of the gadget quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Taysom Hill and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson at least got a touchdown. Hill, Hill was six for 35 running, including that fake punt. Yeah. He was the short man on the fake punt. Are you worried if you're an Ingram or Kamara owner about Taysom Hill moving forward? I mean, a little, but it's not going to change how I approach them generally. Yeah. I, but, I think I agree with that. Like in the, in the final. What, they got 10 games left? If mm-hmm. Taysom Hill gets more than three short yardage touchdowns, I will be surprised. I agree. And that can and do I some think, damage. Yeah. But that's not a lot. This so. offense, I think this offense should keep should get going a little bit sooner. Because that was, that was their, probably their toughest defensive matchup of the year. So, yeah. And then they'll, they'll be a 30-point team most of the time. And they can fit Kamara and Ingram in. Maybe they, maybe they won't both score touchdowns most weeks. But they'll get, you know, nine or ten PPR points at least between the two of them. Right. Kamara again. Kamara not much in the passing game yesterday. Yeah, I was kind of shocked to see that. Yep. I guess you, th- you think this would be the one to see because it's Baltimore and check down would be there, but right. Yeah, they kept right. pushing it. Uh, Cowboys Redskins. Um, there's nothing to see other than Adrian Peterson. There's nothing to see with the Redskins. Please do not get sucked into Capri Bibbs after he caught that uh, had that uh, catch and run for a touchdown. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough workload there even. And then you know Chris Thompson, Jameson Crowder were all inactive. Right. Um, so that hurt things. You don't want any Cowboys receivers. This is such a fantasy. This game is a fantasy Beasley. wasteland. PPR Beasley for that third or flex spot, maybe. Yeah, but for, some for weeks buys, he goes. Th- he goes three for seventeen. Well, dep- you got to look at the slot corners. That's what you got to do. Uh, that's true. Right. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Dak is just so frustrating. Right. <laughs> the, the highs and the lows are just so extreme. They really are. Yeah. But I want to ch- actually want to check his his game log real quick. Not the prettiest thing you'll see. All no, today. but the rushing. <laughs> well, the rushing again helps. Only, only one game under nineteen yards. So the rushing yards: nineteen, forty-five, twenty-one, two, thirty-four, eighty-two, thirty-three. I do think in the last few weeks they've made a concentrated effort to have him run more. Last week they certainly did. Yeah, well, it's going to help him escape a lot of pockets that his offensive line that has holes in it. Can't really help him with. Yeah. So. Look at the Cowboys the, criticizing the, the offensive line. The center of that line, though, without man, without Frederick, yeah. it's, a, it's a whole other universe, man. Zach Martin can only do so much. But there's nothing to say. I mean, Zeke owners, be patient. Peterson yeah. owners, you're fine. Everything else is in this game. You really don't want much to do I with. I mean, Michael Gallup, that was a fun touchdown, but you're not yeah. counting on that. No, you can't count on anybody here. Sorry. Oh. I wish we had some, some insight for you on this game, but the insight is stay away. Uh, yeah. I was, I was, I was just... After that missed field goal, I wasn't a happy person. I'll no. say that. No. Um, Rams, Niners. The, yeah. the Niners are in a tough spot coming off that, that short week mm-hmm. and coming home from Green Bay on Monday. Um, yep. I had a friend text me, who, a friend owns Jared Goff, and he said, I'm, I'm never drafting Jared Goff again until Todd Gurley <laughs> leaves. Like, I just, yeah. It's too frustrating, <laughs> which is sad because he's still been really good, but there's yeah, going to be some weeks where he's, you know, Gurley does everything. 
we're letting that five touchdown we maybe cloud things a little too much. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. where, where I was on golf before the year was the volume is too low for me. And I know that the, the quality is going to be high. I get it. But the vo- I mean, yes, I mean, he threw for two touchdowns. It wasn't terrible. Right. But, yeah, he's, I mean, there's going to be some weeks where they kill people, and he's going to throw 24, 28 times. And he has this, the, the Packers, the Saints, the Seahawks, and the Chiefs in the next four weeks before the bye. Uh-huh. Okay. That's a, I mean, that schedule's pretty darn fantasy good. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, the rest of this game, Cook saved you with the touchdown. Woods seemed like a smart play beforehand. Josh Reynolds was a, was a trendy sleeper. Just like the, the trend, the, you know, it's funny. The, the trendy wide receivers yesterday were Curse and, and Reynolds, and they got one catch combined. It flattened. But there were, there were so many probably Devontae Adams people scrambling for somebody, so. You, know, you had to play one of these guys. I was reading someone's stuff yesterday morning. Might have been Evan yeah. Silva. I don't know. That basically was saying, you know, that, that what, what, what he thought McVay would do was send, was send Josh Reynolds to Richard Sherman's side and then let everybody else have fun everywhere else. But it turned out Sherman didn't even play. Yeah. So, and it's still, and, they didn't throw to Josh Reynolds. And Sherman's not a fantastic guy anymore either, really. He's not a guy that you fear that much. Really? Isn't he doing well this year? Don't the, the numbers argue that Maybe. He, oh. Maybe. But, you know, I... I I kind of got a win that he's been a system guy the last couple of years, so okay. maybe a little bit of declining ability. Maybe he's doing well for this team because the Niners are, despite this, despite this game, they've been showing some a little bit more hope up front in that in that defense. So maybe that's helping Sherman a bit more. But I I don't know. I I don't think I don't know if Sherman's a guy that you have to account for in that way anymore. Maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem to be. Okay, from what I've seen. Um, the other side of this game, um, Beathard didn't help much. He didn't run much. Um, now we got a three headed monster running back. I think I think Breed is I think Breed is banged up. Well, he, he re- aggravated the ankle injury. Yeah. So, so I mean, Mostert, so. Alfred Moore. I mean, it's just don't don't go anywhere near any of that stuff right I, now. I, I scooped up Mostert in, in a non PPR because the running backs are so thin. Yeah, he might be the one that might be a break there, and this could be that break. Yep. Maybe. Hate, hate to hate to use the pun. I wasn't really meaning trying to use it that way, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know it could be the 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 opportunity. I'll say to be a little more PC. All right, um, Kittle's the man. So that was that was that was a heck of an effort on that catch too. It really was, yeah. I staying agree. in staying in the end zone while trying to get box out the defender, great right. stuff. Yeah. All right, the last game, the night game. I was telling, I was lamenting that I did a Dalton Boyd stack in a in a certain league that I do, and it did not work. I I, I really thought the Bengals would just. You can't count on garbage time. I think it would be garbage time. I thought it would be more like like I think I told you, you know, thirty seven twenty seven. I mean, this Bengals offense was, I thought, was better than that, but I, they had no control over the, the pass rush, which is surprising. It seems to have changed um, since Eifert got hurt. Yes, seemed, they seem to have diminished in effectiveness. Very true. I mean, but you thought Mixon was going to be in a great spot last night, and just not much happened. But D Ford is having a heck of a year, though. Yeah, so you got to you got to recognize that. So, um, yeah. Uzoma caught a touchdown at least. You know, you, you, if you were kind of yeah. using him as a sneaky tight end, I mean, the last two weeks his ownership percentage right now who went up to like seventy. Yep, <laughs> and uh, I mean, he caught a touchdown. It's so like, all right, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, two for thirteen that's, and a touchdown. Okay, fine. That, that's that still might raise his price a little bit, and yeah, we'll see. I mean, basically, okay. if if you look at Uzoma's line and you're and you're complaining too loudly that you should have picked up Chris Herndon instead, you're being greedy. <laughs> Same tier type of guy, really. Right. I think this one. Um, they get the Bucks this week, so okay, at home, could be right? Money. Yes, could yeah. be money. So. Um, please come back, Tyler. But why did they not? I mean, he he threw to AJ Green every play in the first half. It seemed like. I was I was very happy about that. But I know Tyler Boyd. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? I don't know. Um, the other side of this, 
Remember a few weeks ago when everybody was worried about Kareem Hunt not being part of the passing game anymore? <laughs> yeah. After the first two games, it was full-scale panic about him not being in the passing game. And I kind of looked. I was like, all right, maybe it's different. Maybe Mahomes is a different guy. Uh, no. Uh-uh. So nope. Hunt was huge. Um, Dalton was terrible. Man, I loved the end. I, since I didn't have a stake in the over-under, I loved the thing at the end. <laughs> that was great. Where they went for it. And Al Michaels. Just, did you hear Al Michaels? Al Michaels always is all about the Vegas stuff. So. But it was more and – it, and it's funny now. Um, <laughs> my buddy Ryan Fowler – yeah. tweeted something to the effect of it's it's going to be it, it, he said t- 10 years from now al michaels is still going to be doing games and everybody in the world is going to be betting overtly on everything and al michaels is still going to be coy about the the gambling stuff it's, it's adorable <laughs> really <talks> about it. <laughs> <laughs> but look, look, look how sly i am yeah but he's doing so you know i'm doing some math here chris yeah. <laughs> 56 and a half is a number people are going to be looking at uh, and the thing and they got to the what the three yard oh, line yeah yeah. Oh boy. Weird, but yeah, I guess you know, bury him back. I guess in in a, in a thirty-five point lead game. I guess it was important to them. Some tough <laughs> over/under beats yesterday for people. I'll say Andy Reid definitely was. You know, he threw the game on that one for that reason. He threw right. the over/under. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Otherwise, in this game, I mean, all the Chiefs were you know awesome as usual, except Especially, for Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Who wasn't terrible, but you know, he's just kind of like the he's the kid who gets left out. He's the like the middle child. Behind Demetrius Harris on the fantasy packing order. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. I mean, he got, you know, they, they threw him deep a couple of times. Yeah. Um, no. Tyree Kill caught that. Man, that touchdown he dropped. I can't believe he dropped that ball. It was yeah, like, I mean, he, he couldn't have stride. Got, got him more perfectly, yeah. yeah. But he scored later, so whatever. And Mahomes is just is – Mahomes, is rest of the season, is he still QB1 for you? He's at least QB3. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me, I got to look at the schedule again. But I, I think it's – He's in control right now. Uh, he's seeing the field so well. I mean, this air raid offense is absurd. It's great. It's so great to watch. I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll say yes, he's number one for me right now. Um, All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, tonight, Giants-Falcons. Uh, the Falcons' defense has just been beaten to shreds with injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is Eli going to – Is this, this is the opposite of the unstoppable force against the immovable object. <laughs> It's the um, stop um, the forgiving spongy something, <laughs> right? Versus the extreme, the extremely movable. <laughs> do, do you think you like? I think you like could have an interesting, a decent fantasy night. Actually, the heck of a sleeper uh, DraftKings FanDuel captain MVP. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing uh, with that tonight? Do, do you play the Monday the, uh, the Monday night stuff? I do. I, I have been this year. It's fun. I like them. Uh, I, I'm watching anyway, so why not? Who's, who's money tonight? Who are you banking on? Who are you I mean, building Saquon Barkley is always money, but everyone's going to choose him. Mm-hmm. So kind of have to move away from that. I think I'm going Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of options in this game. Right. Uh, Beckham, of course. I thought about Giorgio Tavecchio, but can't do it with a <laughs> kicker. It's at home at least, so. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta home kicker, that's a pretty good bet sometimes. So. <laughs> and, but then, then you get, yeah, Julio got Beckham. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to tweet it out later who I chose. Okay. Yeah, I think I built mine, and I think Ryan Ryan was at the top of it. I think Evan Ingram back tonight for the Giants, by the way. And he's cheap in that format. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you think he can get up the middle of the Falcons' defense, which is basically like I, a big donut. You and I could probably. That we point. probably could. So, heck, Evan Ingram can. And he's supposedly healthy. What else you got going on? Um, ESPN Radio, New Orleans today, uh, 2.30 Eastern time. You can catch me on that. 
Um, Wednesday Wire on Facebook, new video show I've been doing, uh, about, you know, go 45 minutes or so. Uh, Thursday, Sunday, lineup threads, always can post on there. Uh, managing the Discord chats now uh, for the website. If you're familiar with us, you've been using Slack, uh, hop on over to Discord. DFS is rolling, of course. Uh, tonight, I'll probably be in there for a little bit talking about the, the uh, showdown stuff. Um, NBA is full swing. Uh, I, don't, I don't normally play, but I might have to start playing because uh, it seems fun, and our, our guys are great at covering that, so definitely yes. want to hop in on the fun there. And DVR taking that, I guess, more DFS-centric role. It's fun. Uh, so, yeah, uh, good times here, and a lot of baseball work also. So I had to get the baseball mentioned per each podcast to annoy everybody. But when end. do you go to Arizona? Uh, next week, actually. So All right. And we'll talk about the Monday, because I think I fly back that Monday. So Got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I told you, I, I always want to go. I, I just haven't gotten a chance to go back. I went once, and I learned so that, much. That's where we met. Yeah, yep. that's right. <laughs> it was fun. My and, first one. And yeah. the, the, I'm trying to think of who, who I learned the most about. Freddie Freeman. Yeah. That uh, uh, Jason Gray couldn't st- was so excited about Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know, he doesn't look the part, but he's a really good hitter. I'm like, oh, when, this guy could yeah. be interesting someday. And when Jason Gray talks, you listen. Exactly. So. But yeah. then they also talked about Tanner Shappers a lot. So I guess you're hitting your mess. <laughs> oh, Tanner. All, the, all, those, all those baseball geeks listen to this podcast. We'll love that one. <laughs> it's good to know they're smart. I mean, hey, they know a heck of a lot more than I do. But yeah, I mean, Tanner Shepard looked like he was going to be a really good reliever. Exactly. And Closer. It, sometimes they're not. Oh, that's the fun of the Arizona Fall League, though. You get such a, such a volatility with that sort of thing because there's so much projection. Oh, it's that great. was the year. Mike Miner gave up, I think, eight runs in Everything. a third of an inning. Everything. Yep. Yeah. He just got destroyed. And I remember that, that night for that yep. and driving to surprise Arizona, which I thought I was like going to Mexico. Yep. I know it's a different direction from Phoenix, but it just is <laughs> really far away. Well, the rosters are stacked this year, and Vlad Guerrero Jr. is there this year. Yes. Uh, I will send you a video for sure. I can't wait so, to, you yeah. know. Basically, do you give up? I'm trying to think of it in a dynasty league. I mean, what I should give up for Vlad. So many people have clicked off at this point. So, yeah, go ahead. I know. Yeah, what I should give up for Vlad. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, yeah. Like you, yeah, you got to talk to me about that after the show. That's fine. I'll let you go, everybody. No more baseball. But it is at the end. We watch, listen to football. All right. Um, Play the DFS tonight, guys. It's going to be a fun one. Yes. Yeah. Listen to our podcast and get a free 10-day Rotowire trial at rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. So take, check it out now. Rotowire.com slash pod. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Roadwire Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. We will be back on Tuesday, as we mentioned earlier. Jake Latarski and I will be here to look at some free agent options, so please come on back then. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.